Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sorry, do you want to sit there? I'll close my legs. <laughs> Welcome to the very first episode of 30 Flirty and Perishing with me, producer and presenter Clara Kavna and supermodel Sophie Lyons. <laughs> Thanks so much for calling me that. <laughs> I suppose we probably need to talk a bit about the title before we do anything. Just a caveat, I'm actually not yet 30. I'm almost there. Um, but 30 Flirty and Perishing is a play on 30 Flirty and Thriving. I think we all want to be 30, 30 and thriving, but I've been perishing a lot this year. Um, 2021 is, we have all perished. Yeah, this is the the first, the first step. Yeah. With supermodel and radio podcaster. So we're going to kick off this week with what we are, jutoring and testing. So for me, I am really jutoring. One thing that has kept me going the last multiple weeks has been these amazing little tablets called 5-HTPs. Okay. So they're basically nature's Prozac, all natural. Like sexy Prozac. Oh, sorry. Bushman term. Sorry. No And so ba- what they do is they balance the serotonin levels in your brain. So what you're supposed to do is say before a big heavy weekend, you take them like in the lead up to, during and then after. And it just keeps your what mood goes high. goes up must come down. <laughs> yeah, it keeps your mood leveled and you don't get like Tuesday Blues Day or anything like that. Oh my God, I used that this week. Yeah, and you don't, re- you still get the fear, but it's not as like cavernous, droppy. Mm-hmm. And these little tablets have just saved me. I'd love that for you. Thank <laughs> you. And I'm heading into a weekend of like relaxation and rejuvenation, basically just to calm down. I need a circuit breaker and it's just been really intense. But such a laugh. But such a laugh. Yeah, I'm devastated. <laughs> My Jador is, um, do you follow Sam Thompson on Instagram? Kind of. I think he was in... Um, he was in Made in Chelsea. He's very funny. <laughs> he was watching Love Island and he was so into Love Island. And oh, I saw a few of his reels, yeah. And it was so funny. He was like, what do you think they talk about at lunchtime? And like, what do you think they're doing now? Like, he was properly obsessed. And if anyone came in and dropped him, he'd go 90. Um, he's a very good follow. I think he's in my Jador. Really? Yeah. Highly recommend. Oh, I, yeah, because I watch Made in Chelsea and I don't really... I don't even watch it. It just it was really... Odd. That's very off-brand for you to not watch Everyone's Made in Chelsea. Everyone says that to me. Yeah. And they're, I was like, I've never watched it. But I did see an episode with him in it. He goes out with Darren McDermott, who was yeah. in Love Island. But they're still together and it's really cute. So he's my Jador. Oh, that's good. What's your Jatest? My Jatest is job hunting. I mean, it's, that's part of your perishing. That is part. It's literally making me wither away and perish. I... Soul-destroying. It's so soul-destroying the ups, the downs, the rejection, the desperation. It is like you get an interview. The chasing. The chasing. It's just like dating. You have to play it cool, play it coy. And then all of a sudden 
they just f- flat out reject you. Sometimes even ghost you. It Do you is just like audition basically, and like all these job applications that I'm doing, they take like a day to do because they want you to like fill out all these different forms and like ask you different questions and like, oh, tell me about a time when you're most challenger. Give us ideas for the show, which you know that they're just gonna rob. Yeah, and you spend ages doing it, and they don't even the courtesy to be like, "Saws, babes, you didn't get it. You just never find out." Oh, they don't do that. No, a lot of the ones I've applied for, and I think the more desperate I get, the less likely anything is going to happen. It is like dating. It is like dating. And you know, my mum said to me about dating over the summer, she was like, Clara, you have to think that the man is out there trying to find you just as much as you're trying to find them. I love that for Anne. I love that for Annie, yeah. And she was like, and then I was like, okay, maybe I can apply to my employment. So maybe the right job is just trying to find me. I believe that. Yeah, fingers crossed. I hope the right guy's trying to find me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's a good one, isn't it? It's a nice change of uh, perspective. I love that. Mm. I'm I'm ready to be an adult again. I know. I remember just sort of the floating around. It's actually, if you kind of were a socialite in a socialite circle, it would be easier because mm. I think it's when you see your friends and stuff. And everyone's talking about work and I'm like, Everyone's yeah, cool. like, I'm up the walls at work. And when yeah. you're not up the walls, you're like, oh, I went to the gym and then I got a coffee. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I just did another application. Like, all of what I did, my day is so Groundhog Day-ish. Like, get up, apply for jobs. It's actually quite pandemic-esque. It's, it's a tiny bit, yeah. yeah. And then I have, like, the same thing for lunch. I watch Home and Away, and then I go back and do it again. Might go for a sad little walk. And then... Yeah, the grey walks. The grey walks. Yeah. You, did you ever start a dog walking? Like, if I could have a career out of um, dog walking, and then just, like, you know, like, little errands. Yeah, little jobs. Just little bits, like, oh, could you go to get me a hammer and... Yeah. And then get me some 5 HTP. Oh, yeah, like uh, like a butler. <laughs> but a yeah, like a baby butler. butler. Yeah. Like a baby butler. <laughs> like a baby butler, Bob. But, like, they give you the car and all the bits. You know, like a minder, like the Beckhams have. Oh, yes, yes, Where yes, they yes. kind of go with the kids, but they get to do all the fun stuff. Okay, that's the dream. Do you know, like, they have, they're, they're the one driving the car. Mm. I'd like to do that in dog walking. When I tried dog walking a few years ago and I was on, um, was I on furlough? I couldn't, I couldn't get a gig. Oh yeah, no, you can't go independent. There's too many out there. I couldn't get a gig. I was trying to get it for the last year, basically. I couldn't get anything, but I got a job with a dog walking company. So I go to the daycare, I pick up four dogs and I bring them out for an hour. That just sounds like euphoria, taking four dogs out of a building. I know. Now, the lead tangling is something to really be aware of because one time they all got so tangled up together they were pulling their heads were like knocking together <laughs> as they were walking squat yeah squat <laughs> started getting really angry with each other so we had to take a little a pause and sort them out a pause a pause <laughs> love that yeah I'd love that my um, what are you testing my testing is the summer ending I know I have really sad like uh, and summer like I feel like I've been on a J1 you do. And it's, yeah. You have had some summer. Yeah, I've had such a good summer and like, I just feel like my J1 is ending. And oh, I'm so you have to pack your bags, go home. But I, I just, like I cried in the shower on Tuesday. Oh, I, so you just you test crying in the shower? I wailed in the shower. I don't know the last time I cried in the shower. I'm not a crier and it's making me, it's making me wail. You need some five HTVs. I know. Get yourself to Holland and Barrett. If only I knew that on Tuesday. It, I'm not going to lie. I actually don't mind. Like, I feel like now that I'm kind of like approaching my 
30s. Mm. I actually, like, I feel like I'm getting softer. A crack is forming. Like, I feel like in the last six months, I've cried more than I have in five years. Like, no joke. And I don't know if it's just because I had a J1 vibe. So, like, there was a lot of high and low. low, You know, you're ecstatic and then you're really tired. No. But I've cried more in the last six months than I've cried in five years. And I, you know what? I can get used to it. I'm a human being. What do you mean? And it makes me a bit more relatable. It does. Because I'm a supermodel. (laughs) You see? Um, But I think, though, if you have a cry... Well, cry in the shower. But, like, sometimes a cry is nice. I cried on Sunday, but it was actually more of, like, an anxious cry. The one I had on Tuesday was, like... What's it called? It's like a heaving. Cathartic. Oh. It's cathartic for myself. Yes. And it was in the shower, so, like, you couldn't really tell. No, because you're you're hot and puffy anyway and red yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, so it's like, yeah. So it's a secret yeah. cry. Yeah, but like I'm just, maybe I'm just getting a bit more soft. Yeah, I used to do, after a big night out, I used to just throw on an episode of Grey's Anatomy and then just pump out a cry. I watched an episode of Grey's Anatomy, I want to say it was about 10 years ago now, and I haven't been able to watch it ever since. Why? The plane crash episode. Oh, that was barbaric. We were in America and we came back and then it was like jet lag 3pm and we were like, oh, we'll watch the season finale. We hadn't seen it. And I really liked Grey's Anatomy. I've never been so shook over an episode. I can still see it visually. Could you still hear Lexi screaming? When she was like, we're meant to be. We're meant to be. And then Sloan, he's so fucking sexy. Yeah, he's gorgeous. Um, And he... Yeah, no, I can never watch it after that. So I wouldn't be doing that. That no, no. I was watching. He's just not that into you, and I was crying. Oh, fair. Do you, <laughs> what, what Great film. P.S. What part? What part was I wailing at? I think I couldn't hold it in any longer. But I think it was when Jennifer Aniston and Ben Affleck um kind of rekindle. Oh no! When she turns around and he and um, he goes when he's on his when he's knee. on his knee and she gets a surprise. And he goes, I oh, he goes. You know what he says? I can actually remember what he says. He goes. I need you to be happy if I want a shot at being close to being happy. And he goes, will you marry me? Oh, God, he was charming as fuck. Have you seen how hot he is lately? I know, J-Lo Lopez has whipped him into shape within two weeks. Yeah. It's like he went on a yoga retreat, (laughs) ate nothing for two weeks. I got a tan and he's beautiful. Yeah, he's back to normal that. I'm also adoring that. Yeah, yeah, they're brilliant. Yeah. And I love how it's a real two fingers to A-Rod as well. It's like, ha. They were very cute when they were together. But he cheated on her loads. Oh. That's why they broke up. Oh. I deleted Daily Mail at the start of the pandemic and I haven't redownloaded it. You're very good. I don't want to read it. Yeah, I think that was terrible. depressed as well. The only time I looked it up actually was during that whole army hammer toe Oh, wow. Thing, fiasco. Because <laughs> I just was oh, like... Oh, wow. <laughs> Not about the army hammer fiasco of 2021. He wants to carry around a little, a little toe in his pocket. Oh, wait, sorry, I missed that one. <laughs> yeah. What? One of the DMs was, I want to cut off your baby toe and keep it in my pocket and carry it around me. Oh, that was exquisite. That's what everyone needed, I think, in yeah. 2021. But, like, it's like who thought cannibalism would make it? But also, he was like so famous and like a mm. heartthrob. An absolute <laughs> And now he's... Now he'll never work again. No, he'll never work again. I'd say he's been dropped by everyone. But surely, like, you know the way when, look, loads of celebrities have gone through their ups and downs and, you know, gone to rehab and everything, but, like, I don't... What, what, I don't can, think there's any coming back. I don't, you can't come back from wanting to, wanting to eat somebody. No. Cannibalism, no. <laughs> no, Hollywood says Drugs, no. Mm, cannibalism, no. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Anyway, sorry, back to crying in the shower. Did I ever tell you me and my sister have a thing called wet neck? 
So when you're crying, so, so, you know, if you're watching like laptop TV in bed and you're crying. Yeah, exactly. Your that chin exact. is like in your collarbone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like sitting on your body and you're crying so much, your neck gets wet. So you're like, oh, how was the notebook last night? Oh, so wet neck. So it means that sounds kind of sexy. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I had a wet neck last night. <laughs> you're ruining wet necks for me. I'm sorry. The second you said it, I thought it was something sexy. The second you said wet neck, I was like, oh, what's Clara been doing? I swear in my life. No, I've said this to colleagues. I've said that on the radio. Wet neck? Yeah. You won't be saying it on here. No. Um, I don't know if I've ever... Well, now that you're, you've entered into this new phase of crying, I'm sure a wet neck will find you soon. Yeah, I wonder where my next cry will be. Let's see, shall we? <laughs> Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So we want to talk about... Yes. Clara said to me... Just like when we were, it wasn't where were we coming out of lockdown? Yeah, on the cusp of summer. And we were kind of talking about it, and I think we were like semi perishing. Mm. And we were like, you know, talking about like socializing again or whatever. And re emerging from our caves. Yeah, like waxing our legs again. Uh, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> that took a few jobs. And mar- like, you know, getting rid of your mustache and your beard. <laughs> For um, once. Yeah. And we were talking about that, and Clara was like, but this summer is going to be like the summer of love. And it dawned on me. Like last week that I was like, Clara said that, but actually it was. In retrospect, <laughs> it, it was. was. Like looking back over my shoulder, it was. And but we want to talk about the summer of love yes. this week. Mm-hmm. Girlos, we're on the couch <laughs> and I'm dying to hear about yours. We want a debrief. We've heard like snippets of each other's, but like yeah. not the proper not details. Not the full wang. Yeah. Wang. Full. Not the full, full wang. Full so I thought I got off to a great start to the summer. It was like back when the weather was amazing. It was in like July-ish time. Euros were on. And I matched with this guy, an Irish man, which is like a golden nugget. Needle in a haystack. A needle in a haystack. And he had a cool name, cool job, 6'5". We had a very intense connection very early on. So here I was being like, whoa, this could be so something. And then he was like, oh, so he ended up organizing like a last minute date for the afternoon on this Saturday. And I arrive and he was like, yeah, I'll take you because I've just only moved to London basically this time last year. And God, that's thank nice. you. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> um, and he was like, oh, have you been to Camden? I'll take you around Camden. I was like, this is like the most artsy fartsy date I've ever been invited on. Anyway, we go and get crepes, which did not suit the weather. But anyway, uh, and we went and we ate them in uh, Regent's Park. And 
when I first cast my eyes on him, I was like, whoa, there was just so much to take in. But he was, it just, as we walked towards the park, it really started to dawn on me what he was actually wearing. Mm-hmm. So he was wearing like this grey t-shirt that you wouldn't even wear to the gym, you'd wear in bed, like the logo was faded. And then on his bottom half, he was wearing not matching grey shorts, but there were those like NBA, like below the knee level. The shiny polyester one. No, these ones are actually more of a material. Like a cropped man pant. No. <laughs> well, your men's fashion is. No, sorry. You know those pajamas you get in pennies that they're kind of like a, a cotton mix and then they kind of do this like ripple effect at the bottom. So they're a bit of a clingy, like they'd always cling to your like bum. Okay. If you can just use your imagination mm. here, it was a just hot cotton jersey. Di- a cotton jersey, very thin pant. And I was like, whoa. And then these big runners that you like hoof a football with. I was like, I know it's like lunchtime on a Saturday, but you're still on a date. Are you wearing your pajamas? Are you like taking the dog out for a walk? Um, and was then, he high? I don't know. No, I don't think so. It was very serious. We didn't laugh at all. So anyway, as we walked more and more towards the park, his outfit was just like really playing on my mind. And then I started to notice that maybe it was the heat, maybe it was the fact that he was on a date, but his undercarriage became more and more visible. And it was, there it was, just like his semi started like, wagging in the wind as we were waiting for our crepes and I was like this is so awkward don't look down don't look down then we get to the park and then he man spreads and I see everything outline it all it's like so hard not to look directly at it that's all I can look at if that's in front of me he's like giving out about his family and everything and I was like this is such a serious conversation for such hilarity that's going down what about your semi what about your semi man and then Anyway, I think it was quite clear that there was absolutely no buzz between the two of us. We went to Camden Markets. There's a shop in there, like, it's like a nightclub. And I was like, obviously, haven't been in a nightclub in like 18 months, where basically all the ravers in Ibiza get their clothes. It's unbelievable. I forget the name. I think I've been in there. It's so cool. And there was like dancers everywhere. And I was like, this is amazing. And he was looking at me like I had four heads. He was like, Jesus. I was like, why would you take me here if you didn't think that I would enjoy this? So anyway, I think it was very much, he was trying to Homer Simpson into the background and as was I. Into the bush. Into straight into the bush. So we said our goodbyes. Luckily, I had some pals down in London Bridge who were watching the Euros. So I went down and met them. Within two minutes, was having like way better time with them than I had in the two hours I spent with him. And I get a text from him being like, I think I bore the shit out of you. And I was like, ha ha, great. So we just kind of call, called it then. And I was like, yeah, can't say I felt a spark. Then he got the fucking hump. And got so like angry at me and then sent me all these messages and then blocked me and unmatched my hinge and everything, but then deleted all the messages. So I don't know what they said. I was like, Oh, did you never get to see them? He was 35. Who blocks people in this day and age? I'm too old. I'm not part of that blocking generation. On I'm not WhatsApp. A, WhatsApp and then unmatched me on hinge. It's the unmatching on hinge that I think is bizarre because it's like, but you matched me in the first place. Why are you going back on your rationale? That's mm. I, that's one I think is really weird. I've loads of mm. friends that that's happened to. Yeah, so um, I was glad to see That's the back kind of him. disgusting. It was gross. Part of your summer was Very gross. And then I had a few nights out with your sister and all the men just follow her and I couldn't even get anyone to grab my arse. And then I was dancing with this one guy while like other fun was happening somewhere else and then he just walked off. I was like, okay. <laughs> Weren't you grinding? We were grinding, yeah. And like then he just like, I don't know, went, hopefully went to the toilet and got lost. Rachel does get... So much attention. It's mesmerizing. Her face is like a natural smile. I think I have like resting bitch face or like I just like hang there with my mouth open like this. Uh. I have resting bitch face. 
you yeah you have it more than me i think i just look a bit dumb or i stupid. look a bit like i eat you <laughs> for breakfast no milk i'll kill you bitch yeah she does though and the light mm. sort of bounces off her face it's, she's just a natural glow and she has no idea no idea which anyway, some would say is g- give me one of your stories i'm trying to think of one of the funniest ones <laughs> in a nutshell there's one of my best friends her boyfriend's friend him and i have had a thing like had a thing in quote marks not really um on for like off. four years like it's on and off for four years and it's really weird and it's kind of funny like whatever but he's an idiot anyway um a pig he is a pig he's a pig we'll okay. call him the pig and so we went to my friend's house and she um it's really nice weather and they were like doing a barbecue and stuff and the pig was there and i was just kind of having fun being rude to him like it was really fun because his height is like He's like vertically challenged, would we say? <laughs> he was there, and I was just like, "Oh, like, pay, we get me a drink." And he was like, "Yeah, of course." And then he was like, "Oh, where is the gin? Like, where did you put it?" And it was on, like, basically in a shelf that was like literally on the floor. And I was like, "It's in that very right shelf, like, and at the bottom of the shelf, like, it'll be at your eye level." <laughs> I was just swiping all day. Um, but then this other guy arrived and we'd never seen him before and he was he was gorgeous, like amazing, like really blue, sharp blue eyes, like he was beautiful. And we were like, Who are you? Like and we were chatting to him and then me and I'm just gonna call my friend Latrine for this story. Yes, yes, Latrine. We'll just call her Latrine. So me and Latrine were like, No, get away, he's mine. Like we were like, We'll just let him decide. So um we were like playing table tennis and all this kind of stuff with him and it was very fun and then he ended up picking me. Um Ooh. I know, I was delighted. And anyway, we were having fun and like the pig was there and the pig could see all this. So like, it was really great. Like, you know, like <laughs> I'm doing a middle, middle finger. Are you doing the middle? I was doing the two. I don't do the two. The pig deserves the middle. Yeah, yeah, fair. Um, and the pig could see all this. Anyway, so then like later on in the night, me and the guy with the gorgeous eyes, we'll call him Andy. We were inside and then we came outside and then my friend Latrine was like, Sophie, come here now. And I was like, what? And she was like, Andy has a girlfriend and I was like what and she was like he has a girlfriend I've just heard them all talking about it her name's Eleanor get out like she was literally like averse like a jack button and I was like no she doesn't like stop a latrine and, and I went up to my friend who's the house you're in and I was like latrine's like off her rocker she thinks like Andy has a girlfriend and she's like no she doesn't and so we were all like Latrine, you're so crazy. You're so insane. She's like, her name's Eleanor. I swear to God. And we were like, and then after a while, she's like, okay, maybe I did make it up. And then the night was going on, like, and we started being like shouting, where is Eleanor? Because we thought maybe she did exist. So we were like going around the house being like, where is Eleanor? And he was like, what are you girls talking about? Like, stop. And I then went up to him and I was like, do you have a girlfriend? And he was like, no. And I was like, is she saying you have a girlfriend though? And he he was like, I don't, I swear to God. And I was like, okay, but who is Eleanor? And he was like, I don't know an Eleanor. And I was like, I'm asking you this now, just tell me. And it was going on and on. And he then started getting angry. He was like, I do not have a girlfriend called Eleanor. She doesn't exist and blah, blah. And I was like, okay, right. But then we still kept going around the house going, where is Eleanor? Because it was just like a bit of a skit. Then he was trying to like get me to go back to his house and he like lived with his parents. And I was like, no, I was like, I'm not doing that. No, it wasn't a bop. It was a debop. And I was like, I'm not doing that, blah, blah, blah. I got a Snooper home. I don't know what time it was. Anyway, we got, I got home and all that kind of stuff. And then next day, Latrine comes over and <laughs> Latrine finds him on Instagram. And Latrine then goes into like one of his first pictures. 
He's there with a girl and her she tagged as Alner. One <laughs> Detective Latrine. Latrine on the go. And then we were like <gasps> and she messaged him going, Eleanor exists and a go a ghost emoji. And he opened it and blocked her. Yeah, so Eleanor did exist and we were all like Latrine, you're a looper. Eleanor existed the whole time. He had an Eleanor. Oh my I know, dirty God. dog Andy. But sorry, if if you agreed to go back to his parents' home, surely they'd be like, where's or Eleanor? Eleanor's trinkets would have been lying around. Yes. <laughs> a cardigan, a hockey stick. I feel like she plays hockey. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh my God, Andy. I never saw him again. Yeah, well. I mean, God. nothing lost. He was beautiful though. I've never met an Eleanor. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my God. He was like, he was getting angry being like, I don't know who Eleanor is. <laughs> like the train was buzzing. She must have been. She was buzzing high. that she was right. Oh my God. Because everyone, including the pig, was like, Latrine, shut up. <laughs> We've had enough. You're making stuff up. Like, stop. And we were like, oh, Latrine's so silly. Like, Latrine. <laughs> who gets the last la- last laugh? I don't know. Was it Latrine? Latrine. I think it was him because like he never got caught out. Yeah, but he can never go to that party, any party with you guys again. Yeah, he's not even in that group either. Uh. So like, I don't think it would even happen. So that'd be kind of like making, going to a random party, making a massive impression and then like never to be seen again. Yeah. Really fuck shit up and then be like, peace. Yeah, I mean, kind of iconic, but not yeah. on Eleanor. Poor Eleanor. is gorgeous as well. This one's one that kind of went over a few, uh, like, maybe two months. Okay. Um, But me and Latrine, we were having, like, a drink or two outside because it was, like, really nice weather. And then we were like, oh, well, we just go to, like, uh, somewhere around the corner just for one. We were sitting outside, caveat, the Beckhams got out of the car. And Whoa. Latrine was like, the Beckhams are there. And then I was like, oh, shut off, Latrine. I feel bad Latrine. about Latrine. It sounds like why, 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 why do I keep dating Latrine? Why, but she's why, always right. Why do you never believe her? But she's, I'll tell you another thing. She's always right about stuff. And I, every time I go, oh, shut up, Latrine. I feel like I should message her now. But yeah, Harper and Romeo got out. Wow. And um, we were sitting next to these guys at the, like, outside. And it was, like, a very quiet area. There wasn't much going on. And two of them left. And one of their friends was still there, like, kind of packing up. And Latrine was like, um, oh, they could have invited us. Where have they gone? And he was like, they've actually just gone around the corner to dinner. Do you want their number? And we were like, okay. So Latrine got the digits and Latrine messaged being like, hi. I don't know what she said. Hi, it's like the girls from around the corner. Be like, why'd you leave without us? I don't know what she said. He was like, I'm going to have to give him a different name. No, I'll give him his real name. Well, this is <laughs> The one I ended up getting chatting to looked like Damien Lewis, so we just called him Damien Lewis. Uh, I, I won't. I, I don't even know his real name. Um, I think it was Damien Lewis that was doing the texting, but he was like, "Come join us." So we went around the corner. Bear in mind, like Latrine is in like full blown exercise gear. Amazing. Yeah, like turquoise leggings and like string top and like chunky bop runners, <laughs> like, like platforms. No, oh, dad platform vibes. Like, like huge, athletes. huge, like spring in your step. <laughs> And I was a teeny bit more appropriately dressed anyway, but just to caveat that that's what was happening. We sat down. We sat down and they were so nice and we were having a great time. And then me and Damien Lewis left the table and we came back and Latrine had red wine spilt all down her beautiful, her beautiful leggings, her huge 
junky bops her runners and her white top she's like I just spilled all over myself and I was like well we're definitely not seeing these people again but we were still having like an absolute bop and then wow was like I have to go I have an interview with ESPN and we were like I shut up and he was like no I do like he's like head of some company uh he was like I have to go do it but I'll come back and because he was with Latrine she was like don't leave me like and he was like, I swear to God, I'll be back. So we went to a bar around the corner and we actually turned it on and it was he was on the TV. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. And he was a bit smashed. <laughs> he said he didn't realise how many drinks he had in him. And then he was kind of talking and he was like, I felt like I, you know, when you start your sentence and you don't know how to finish it. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. What are we um, there? So we went to a bar next door anyway. And then like me and Damien Lewis were like having the best time. And then Latrine was by herself. And so we were like, oh, um, will we go back for a few drinks and ours? Because this was when bars were closing, like they had a really strict curfew. And Latrine was like, I'm not coming back with the two of you. Like, that's not fun for me. And I was like, okay, well, we're going to have to get someone else. So we ended up taking the waiter home. Lovely Italian, man. Mm. Um, anyway, we were back here having great crack. And then well, it was on to Latrine being like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm not going to make it back. Like, I'd love to see you tomorrow. All this kind of stuff. Mm. Anyway, we had a great time here. Damien Lewis actually had to ask the sweaty waiter to leave after a while because we were dying for him to leave. Anyway, oh. go to the chase. Wow. Is gasping to see Latrine. And he's like, I oh. want to take you to Soho House. So he's like, I'll take you to Soho House. Like, please, I want to make it up to you. And it was kind. I was like, oh, I'm losing Latrine here because this guy's the dream. So she goes to Soho House with him. I think it was the following week. Mm-hmm. And like Damien Lewis was like intermediately texting me. And then he said about calling me once and I almost fell off the chair. I was like, please don't call me. I don't know you very well. Yeah, sorry, we're not there. <laughs> what are we going to talk about? Very intimate. Ooh, I'd rather talk to you in person. Um, <laughs> I don't want to talk to you on the phone. That's weird. You're on the phone because you're so conscious of the next silence. But you know, yeah, yeah. It's like the eye contact and stuff. Um, yeah. Anyway, your man took Latrine to Soho house they had the best time literally like wined and dined her had beautiful food at soho house so it was like really slick and then just kind of never heard from him again what yeah like he messed her a few times and then like kind of would be like oh i'm in a meeting and all this kind of stuff and then it just kind of dropped off the face of the earth and damien lewis in tandem was like i'd love to make you dinner and blah blah why would why would you bother taking whining and dining somebody and then just be like get to but know putting them and then in re- a lot of effort being like please let me make this up to you like all this kind of stuff and like they left on such a high but like why but what I so is he just has this endless carousel of women that he'll just like take out for one day and then leave that's so, I just don't understand why men do that but what also Damien Lewis is so obsessed with wow that Damien Lewis just stopped talking to me oh. the supermodel. <laughs> <laughs> But wow, still sends her like fire emojis and he like messaged her like oh. two weeks ago being like, how are you, Latrine? Like, I miss you so much. What? He's one of those orbiters, isn't he? That's one of those ghost people that always like comes back and haunts you. He'll like, he's coming back because he wants to be in your like vicinity to make you keep But it was like open. two months later that he was like messaging her. That happened to me. I got ghosted and then the ghost E, me, became the ghoster. And it was the most satisfying. That must yeah. be like having a... <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to crack. That <laughs> must be like... <laughs> it, yeah, we all know. So, Euphoria. Euphoria. <laughs> Can't do your nine <laughs> So basically, I'd been on a couple of days with this guy... It was in November. He was like, come over to mine, made me a homemade peppercorn sauce with steak, 
sadly no carbs so I hate when guys and 8.2% carbs. cider like oh god we ended up getting into like an argument about marketing of pots and pans and then also I walked in and he just moved into this new place he was like oh my god I'm so sorry it's such a mess and I was like it's grand don't worry this is the most neat and tidy place I've ever seen and on his coffee table was a big map of the London tube I'm sorry, a map of the London Tube jigsaw puzzle and the only bits that weren't finished were these four white corners because obviously there's big white gaps. That's very frustrating. Very frustrating. But because you just moved, said puzzle was in what I can only describe as a puzzle travelling suitcase. And I mean, that's a red flag there. Oh, I should have known. So you flapped it all in. Like a bit like an art, you know, if you're carrying around your art supplies. A like bad. a big, like a big, like A1 portfolio. Size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I was like, what is this? And I like flicked the side of it. And I was like, is it Velcro? And as I flicked the side, half the puzzle got smashed. I was like, oh my God. I mean, I can tell you why he never spoke. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the reason. But the awkward thing was I just arrived, like my coat had just been hung. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. He's firstly, he screamed. <laughs> Which I think is his genuine reaction in fairness. He's like, no, my entire lockdown okay. project. <laughs> <laughs> and then he zipped it up and put it behind the couch as if I was some like toddler or dog and then so we had to just continue on with the date as if nothing had happened and I'm sure all that was going through his mind was like oh my I'd god that took me all months all he was thinking about so shocked was where the Victoria line meets yeah. <laughs> the, the northern, northern. <laughs> what about St. Bankers King's Cross is Bankment okay <laughs> Destroyed. I just worry about Earl's course. <laughs> He's literally not listening to a word I say. He's still worried about it. <laughs> I'm in Piccadilly Circus. So then, anyway, shockingly, I never heard back from him again. After that night? After that night. It, things kind of fizzled out. And then I was like, right, okay, I'm being ghosted. Then that was like November. I think it was definitely like three months later. I get a text at 4am being like, oh, whenever I hear this song, it always makes me think of you. Hope you're well and blah, blah, blah. I just didn't write back and I felt like two big fingers at you. How dare you ghost me for ruining your puzzle? But wouldn't it be amazing if you knew that he randomly thought about you anyway? Because like, oh, that's not the first time that's happened to him. Exactly. Like something else has happened to him where he's like, oh, I'd actually like to tell Clara that. I know. Or like, oh. Yeah. And he actually built up the courage. Now, in fairness, it was sent at like, 12 minutes past four like sometime in like the the dead of night or like early hours of a set but so and I was like I love sending and receiving drunk messages I just beautiful I, I just never they, do it I they're know. so fun I know especially like a drunken voice man I always send so oh my god I love those yeah they're such rambles oh, I'm perishing for one of those yeah I'll send you one not now well soon no like a sexy one Oh. Don't send me a sex. <laughs> Wet neck. <laughs> and then, oh yeah, so, oh yeah, so I love sending and receiving drunk messages. And then I was like, hey, look, he could regret sending it. We don't know. I'm just going to leave it. It's a big red flag that you ghosted me. So no, I'm not. That's, you know, a lesson learned there. Do not engage with the man with the many red flags. The parade, the bunting of red flags. Was the steak good? That's the problem it was. But there was no carbs, which I think is so... It's so weird. But anyway, sorry, I can't believe Latrine got ghosted. It's such a phenomenon. Latrine got ghosted, but then also she kind of ghosted him again because she never replied. Yeah, you see, that's... So whenever you get ghosted, just know 
that the ghosty will always become the ghoster. The ghost will always come back to haunt you. They'll return to the scene of the crime and then you get to get on the high horse and then you've all the power back. But I think like the the most exciting part of Summer of Love, <laughs> you found love. <laughs> well, kind of. The first, so we met this guy at the beginning of August and we kind of had like this bit of a last minute date. Can you do tonight? It was like, great, okay. And you know, that's kind of right, like you're showering like half an hour before you're supposed to be there. And I was like, what? Luckily he came to near me. So I was like late getting there. My hair was like literally, you know, and you have to like dry your hair as you're walking. Yeah. Did that. And then we ended up having a whale of a time. We had so much fun. And we had a bit of a like snogathon. Can't go back to that pub in a while, for a while. And then the, 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 the pub closed. So we had to go. We went to this. I was like, I know of this other pub that's open. But like, please don't take it as like a reflection of me or my interests or my hobbies. It's called the Famous Cock. And it's actually my brain isn't in tube stop. But I'm pretty sure it's open till three. Good to know. Good to know. So we went there. And they were doing two front cocktails, dream. And then they were like, sorry, we're actually closing. And I was like, oh my God, I'm such muggins. And then they were like, no, but downstairs is open until three. So it's like, phew. And then it kind of got to the point where it was like, do you want to just come back to mine? So, okay, yeah, we agreed that. And then went to another two front cocktails. Prior to this, and in my hastiness and getting ready, the night before, there was a massive tarantula-sized spider in my bathroom. And I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? I didn't sleep. At my wit's end. It's spider season, the heat and the wet. But the ones here are like ones you'd find in the Amazon. They are. This one I could see the hair on its legs. It was so big. So I was looking up all these remedies. I couldn't get spider spray on time. I didn't realise that you were a spider expert. So I didn't know Oh, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, she's been there. Anyway, so I went and got a few herbal remedies and one of them was if you just have orange peel and everywhere yeah they hate citrus they don't like citrus so i literally bought a punnet spider biggie spider a bunch what you call it punnet no a mound of oranges and i ripped them apart and put them everywhere all over the toilet bathroom all over the my bedroom i did like a circle of salt except orange peel all around my bed so fast forward to the date, I text my roommate being like, hey, he's going to come back. Hope that's okay. She's like, oh my God, no problem. I'll start the parade. Welcome parade. You. Love that for you. Blah, blah. She's so supportive. And she was like, what do you want me to do about the oranges? Because they're fucking everywhere. And then I started laughing and he was like, what, what? So I explained the story and he was like, no, 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 I need to see this in real life. So text her back and go, don't worry, he's been briefed. So fast forward later, he comes back to mind. We have a little evening cap. <laughs> he was like... I didn't know what to expect, but I did not think it would be this bad. I'm literally, this looks like litter. <laughs> like it was everywhere. You're you like Ross and Friends, six. that girl who loves the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yes, kind of like that, but just It's oranges. just a rat. <laughs> it's just a rat, relax. You take a tennis racket. So yeah, I, th- I feel like if he could have survived that night, then I was on to something good. And then we went to Fishel on September, le- <laughs> September 11th. And we were in um, Brighton and this Brighton, like uh, we're sitting outside having a a pint on that Saturday afternoon and um, this little Brighton, beautiful little hippie sits down and he puts down his little pillow and a typewriter and he had a sign and his beautiful blonde hair was like blowing in the wind. But he was back to us. We didn't know what it was. So I was like, I need to find out what this little hippie is doing. The hello, like such a Brighton thing to happen. 
And so I go up to him and I'm like, read the sign. And the sign goes, ask me for a poem. I just (laughs) saw this man in Margate at the weekend. Is his name Johnny Heath? (laughs) Does he have curly blonde hair? I don't know what his name is. Are you joking? (laughs) He sat down with a fold out chair. A typewriter. Yeah. And it was like, ask me for a poem. Oh my God, that's definitely Is he him. going up and down the coast? Because <laughs> we were waiting to sit down and I remember being like, oh, there's a poet there. That's... And he was like, excuse me, do you mind? And sat down. That sounds so like Johnny Heath. Johnny No H. I hate the John No H's. Ugh. No disrespect, um, but I hate your name. Any, so Johnny Heath, so I go to him and I'm like, hey. He's like, yes, you can, I can write you a poem. You can give me a word. You can give me a phrase. You can get, give me a theme. And I'll do it. So I'm so annoyed I didn't give Johnny a Johnny, thing. Yes. And then, so I kind of went back laughing to the table being like, oh my God, it's asking for a poem. And then Johnny came up being like, I'm just about to leave. Do you want your poem? And we were like, absolutely free rent it, you know, take it. pay for it. So you give a donation and he comes back with his poem. And it is, it's so funny. It goes, what colour were your dreams last night? Pass a map across the table. Filled with regrets. I like what colour you have your dreams. Isn't that a good line? That's kind of the best line out of it. The rest of it doesn't really make much sense. But it has our names on it and like Johnny Heath and the date and the poem and his little typewriter. So cute. I broke my soul. <laughs> Johnny Heath. I can't believe you met him in Margate. You I mean, I'm assuming. I doubt there's more than one. I was going to say, are you sure? <laughs> Maybe they're part of a network. And he wrote you a poem. He wrote a poem, yeah. So, like, to sum up, <laughs> I'm still single. <laughs> and you found a man in six weeks. Six weeks. A lot can change. A lot can, I'm still in a bit of shock. What a summer of love for you. Okay, just let's keep in mind the previous stories I've told about puzzle bashing. But you're the one wagging. who said this is the summer of love. Yeah, fair. And Touché. you found it. <laughs> well. You have. I look like such a pervert looking over my glasses like this. <laughs> like, really you have. Um, but what a wonderful way to end yes. the summer of love. Summer like of a love. funky, groovy chick. With a poem. from And a man and by your side. <laughs> yeah, now he's fab. It's been a hot girl summer. It's been a summer of love. It's been a summer of love. It's beautiful. But now as we move into... Well, what's going to be known as cuffing season of the autumn? It's chill girl winter. Chill girl winter. I think there's lots of exciting cuffing stuff going to happen. But do you not think everyone's going to be in that mindset? So now is the time. I think that's what Summer of Love was about, though, because everyone, like single people or who broke up with their boyfriend or girlfriend, all they wanted was like human contact, like Mm. to have that possibility again. I think that's what Summer of Love was. But do you not think, though, people could have been having, like, getting swept up in the summer of love, being like, wow, we're finally out of our caves. Wow, I want to go out and see as many people as I possibly can. But now as we edge into autumn, people are like, okay, I can't go to a festival every weekend. So now people are, like, coming down from the socialising and into the cuffing. So I think now is a prime time. Oh, I love the socialising, though. Yeah, well, it's, it still always goes on. We live in a vibrant city full of... Fun. We live in the city of lights. <laughs> what is London? Like, it's not the eternal city. It's not the city that never sleeps. City of love is Paris. London, city of... A cat? <laughs> we hope you enjoyed our tales of 
Summer of Love. <laughs> I'm going to go on Bumble as an experiment. I think you should. And I'm going to compare it to my hinge and come back with findings. <laughs> you do. <laughs> you've been listening to 30 Flirty and Perishing. We hope you've enjoyed this listen and we'll talk to you next week. Ta-ra. Ta-ra. Bye now. Ooh, ah.